The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. The midweek edition, Thursday, Thursday, coming at you because we have Memorial Day off. Hi, everybody. That's Barry Church. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hackma Harrison is in the building. Mm, that's me. The national champion, the LSU Tiger King. He is Danny McCray. I'm Newey Scruggs. So many things to talk about. Mike McCarthy will talk today at 11 no o'clock. We got practice today. Okay. Lots of topics to get into right here on the podcast. Brought to you by Toasty Toes. I want to dive into something that Hackma Harrison hit through us and hit us with. Okay. <clears throat> The running back situation. Mm. Oh, you don't want to dive into your outfit first? <laughs> I, I thought you wear all the gold boots yeah, and man. what time is the step show? Some people not watching. They just so yeah. I want to make sure y'all know Nui came in. He got Nui, what what is it? You wearing your Q outfit, you got your Q hat, your Q shirt, Ooh, you got your the purple J's. Purple J's. Man, hey, you know what? Your J collection is hey. <laughs> Every system Brahma Bulls. <laughs> you just showed up right. It's, it's you know, as I tell my children, um, you come on this show, you're you're going to get hazed. <laughs> this is a locker room. It is the players' lounge. No matter what you do, it can and will be used against you. You fresh though. You so, fresh though, man. Amen. Like, you fresh though. You, you guys know how it is. You start looking in the closet. That that'll work. Man. I did some shirt work that. Take the hat, go. Your coordinator got the shoes, go. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, you put that out the night before. Everything is <laughs> like, coordinated. I'm going to kill him with this one. <laughs> I, I, I never, I never. The shoes at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Well, first that's off, since, since it's 9 a.m. and we're doing the show, yeah. I, I, I I went to bed last, watched the Ted Lasso, fell asleep, so I didn't coordinate nothing. Was like, why did I, you know, 7 o'clock, why did I agree to do this? <laughs> why? I know the traffic is going to be monstrous, and yeah, it, was, it, was so, it was. So, no, there was no it was literally walking in there. Why? What's what's here? Is something? Is this in the clean rack? Take it. There's a hat because I know I got to go out and watch practice. Got sweat. Mm-hmm. There's a hat to go with this, and then boom, go. So there so there is. we go. There so there, there, there. Fresh to death. It's some, it's some cues out there on the team. You know what I'm saying? He gonna get all the special treatment when he get out there. Oh, yeah. They gonna know it's him. Yeah, oh, yeah. we brother. Call Jalen Hurts too while you out there. Yeah. Graduate. Yeah. Got his master's Graduate. degree. Yes, sir. Yes, big sir. time, yeah. Big time, yeah. So, so Wrong field. The, the running back, <laughs> the running back position, heck, you, you're you bothered by this. Well, and, I am. And, and mm-hmm. I, I want to know what could make you feel better. I mean, I, I think that the Cowboys front office has to be combing other rosters to find an acquisition. Right now, if you're going to start the season and say that Tony Pollard is your number one and, and let's just say Ronald Jones is your number two, that is not the thunder and lightning combination that I think we are looking forward to seeing. Um, and I liken the, this experience of what they're doing in the running back position to what they did last season at the wide receiver position by not upgrading the position when they had time to. Uh, we didn't go into the draft, it, and I'm talking about draft, you know, top three rounds looking for a running back. And not to say that Deuce Vaughn in any way will be a disappointment. I just think that 
you there's going to be a learning curve there for him. And, and, and for me, I'm still trying to figure out, okay, how does he fit into their plans, especially knowing the way that, just say, the way that Ezekiel Elliott pass protected uh, as well. I don't see that. I didn't see that for, for him. He's a pass catcher. Even at his stature, a guy that's still tough inside the tackles. But I'm a little worried. I'm concerned about what Ronald Jones is at this stage of his career because he hadn't had any burn in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Malik Davis, who is he really? We've seen him in spot duty, but we haven't gotten an opportunity to see a 17-game uh, work for him. So, look, man, Tony Pollard coming off of the injury, it was good to see him out there in OTAs, but still, man, I don't know about y'all, but that's just my feeling on where we're approaching OTAs and training camp at the running back position. Yeah, I'm with you, heck. I'm with you on that one, especially, you know, when a head coach goes out there and says, you know, hey, we're running the football this year. You know, we're gonna we're behind the tackles. We're going to let our big boys eat. And I'm with you. Who, who's going to run the football? You know, you got Tony Pollard coming back from injury. And then last year, even though he had an outstanding year, catching the ball, running the football as well, he wasn't that every down back. He wasn't taking that punishment on first and second down. That was Ezekiel Elliott. And you also make the point, who's blocking? We all know that's not a strength of Tony Pollard. And you got Deuce Vaughn in here who's a mismatched nightmare when he gets out there. But is he going to be able to take on DNs, blitzing linebackers coming up the gut? I'm I'm not so sure about that. And then, like you said, you got Rico, you got uh, Mike as well. And it's just, we don't know who they are. So, to me, I'm I'm a little worried about it. You got Rojo, but he was in the doghouse in Tampa Bay. He was in the doghouse in Kansas City. You know, when's the last time he got significant burn out there as an every down back? So you know, it's it, it's going to be a sticky situation, and hopefully, um, you know, Pollard can come through because that's to me that's the top back we got right now. I'm actually feeling a little bit more confident than you guys. I'm right there with Brother Danny what? with Craig. Oh, I'm feeling man. right here, positive side. Oh, this is positive hey, side. Okay. So we have, we got a $10 million guy in Tony Pollard who mm-hmm. we know is explosive. We know that if he gets the chance that he's likely one of those guys who can be, uh, be a home run hitter every every snap. Right, we, that, That's what we know about <laughs> What we know is weaknesses has been pass blocking. Can he work on it? Yeah, we'll see. I believe that Rojo is going to be a better pass blocker. I also think they're going to do some things in the offense, probably with the tight end uh, or tight ends, uh, to help blocking uh, when they come out to pass. When I look at what we have here in our um, in our running back room, and then I look at I know you're not you know I'm not going to like this. What Philly was doing a couple years ago was it a uh, game well. Gamewell, yep, Gamewell, game well, they had Miles. Well, they, were, they had pretty much a committee. Yep. Uh, Bart, Bart Boston Scott, Scott, Boston Scott. 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 Yeah. They had all those guys and. When I was playing fantasy, I was going to get all of them, right? Because they, they were finding ways to get all those dudes the ball. And you were like, man, all, all these dudes are finding ways to to, uh, to eat when mm-hmm. they get out there on offense. And I think when you look at a guy like Vaughn, you look at Tony Pollard, who's going to get majority of the carries, and then you look like Rojo, he hadn't got much burn. But when you get in a short yardage situation, I think that's where they're going to lean on Rojo. Um, so I, I'm, I'm more confident than, than you all are. Yeah, we don't have that. We haven't seen Tony Pollard be a every down all 17 games, but for 10 million, you got to give him a shot. Can I build off what you said? Yeah. I build off on two ways. One, we saw Kansas City win the Super Bowl with a collection of guys. We saw Sean, Sean McVay out here for years doing a collection of guys. We've seen Kyle Shanahan with a collection of guys. And if I go back to Mike McCarthy in Green Bay, who were his stalwart bell cow guys? 
Grant, but that was Grant yeah, got was hurt it, during yeah, the Super Bowl yeah. year. So it was Stark. So he's he's a guy who's had a collection of dudes that have gotten things done. Sean Payton is another coach who's had a collection of guys. Reggie Bush. Uh, Reggie Bush and Reggie Bush that year they won the Super Bowl yeah. had split time with uh, was Pierre Thomas. So you know you can do this in the league with several dudes. So I, I won't put that there. Um, the other one. To build off this, we know it's June 1st. There going to be some folks on the market after today mm-hmm. in the future. They're not done. They're not done. And, Nui, that's my point. And that's where I'm going. I think that you have to make a move. We didn't make that move last season at, yeah. the, at the wide receiver position. That's that's my whole point. Uh, that's why we're combing other rosters to try and find someone. But I feel like this, man. I, I feel as though, you know, Tony Pollard can be – we're hoping that he can be an every-down running back. We don't have any proof. Time, consistency, and proof. Mm. That gives the trust that he can actually do it. We don't have that. On the, on the flip but side. But he's not of, going to be. We, okay. Uh, and, well, and McCarthy I guess, said that. I guess, I guess under, under McCarthy, Schottenheimer, we, that's, the, that's looking behind. We don't know that right now going into the season. But then when you start running down some of these teams that have been able to plug and play running backs – Look at the system that they have. Look at the off- the coaches, the, the offense that they have. We don't have that structure in place where that has been – the running game has been premier mm-hmm. in what we've done. It's been the passing game. We haven't been, had any balance, and I think that was Kellen Moore's imminent yeah. – Undoing is the balance. Uh, the <laughs> la, la. No, that's, that's why I looked at him. Y'all gonna see. That's why I looked over at him, dog. We are going to. We're gonna see. And they just gave well, Eckler that big contract. Week, week, yeah. Three, four, we gonna see. We gonna see. We gonna see. Really, we gonna see. But you know, I just look. It's it's a worry. It's a concern of mine, and I think that. You know, this notion that you plug and play, running back comes a dime a dozen, and the way that the running back position has been devalued in the NFL, to me, really is, it, it ticks me off because people don't really value it the way it needs to be. And when you point to a Kansas City, I think those are, that's the wrong team to point to as far as the running back position. Because, come on now. Arguably the best quarterback. Yeah, in yeah, you know what I'm saying? Whoa, hold on. We, the we watched the Super Bowl, bro. That, was it, was it Tony? What, what's the uh, running back's name from Kansas City? Seven Isaiah, rounder. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, Pacheco. Isaiah Bro, Pacheco. was running the ball. Talk about Patrick Mahomes all you want to. Dude was physical. He was hitting the, he, he was hitting the Huh? How'd they get there, though? Oh, offense. What you mean? It don't matter how he got Mahomes. there. Mahomes. That's what I'm saying. But he's still able to run the ball. We've seen, we've seen running backs play with good quarterbacks who have not been able to get anything done. You, 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 you watched the Patriots many years where you was like, man, they drafted guys all over the place. The first, the with Tom Brady and couldn't get and couldn't get the running game going. Well, that's the one the, thing they got the that first all time great quarterback though. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and the first Super Bowl he had, they had different guys in Buffalo. They they don't have a bell cow running game either. What I'm just simply saying is, all right, Dalvin Cook, main guy in Minnesota. What they won? Nothing. What they won? Okay. They say he uh, might be a June first cut. Too. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Taylor led the league in rushing last year, injured, hurt. I mean, but look, look at the surrounding the surrounding pieces yeah. in, in Indianapolis. Okay, I mean, <laughs> this this notion, hey, you get this bell cow run. These are guys who are not Emmitt Smith. Okay, there's not an Emmitt Smith out here. It's yeah. just not. 
This is not a league full of a bunch of dudes. Ain't no Jim Brown walking through that door. I agree with that. I mean, Derrick so, Henry in Tennessee. I mean, you look at Derrick Henry and his production in Tennessee. He's literally carrying the franchise. If they had that piece, I mean, the other pieces around him, okay. to, to your and, point. And, and what are we, all year. And what are we hearing about Derrick Henry right now? No, that's, that's, no my <laughs> Maybe point. Maybe available. Yeah, they, my I mean, point. They, they, they are on a tank mission if they get rid of Derrick Henry because what do you have then at the running back position? You haven't given him the pieces that he needed. Oh, and by the way, we're going to take A.J. Brown and just trade him Hold off. Hold on, but they, but they did have A.J. Brown, and they paid Tannehill when Tannehill was balling for a minute, and then they also had Derrick Henry, and they still didn't win? Tannehill. For no, a minute. no, no. Hold on. Hold on. When Tannehill got paid, they were balling with A.J. Brown right, and Derrick Henry. If you don't have – this is the thing. If you don't have Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry of old, who's healthy, if you don't have Derrick Henry – Christian McCaffrey or uh, Saquon Barkley when he's healthy, then you pretty much got some guys that's rotating, Absolutely. right? Because those are the guys who you say, man, we need to figure out a way to get them the ball and they have to be in the game every single snap. Outside of that, it ain't it ain't too many. Dalvin Cook, I'm telling you, Alexander Madison comes in the game and you're like, man, it ain't that much of a drop off. No, it is and not. He got, and he got, he got a lot of PT. So are, are we saying those the guys behind Tony Pollard or, or Madison and, and, and we, these no, other we, rotational no, we, pieces? No, we, we, we don't know. We don't know who Madison was before uh, Dalvin Cook started getting hurt. Okay. So we say Rico <laughs> Dalwell. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Mike Deuce Vaughn. We, we don't, we don't, we don't know. We have to see. <laughs> we, so we got to see the best version of Dak Prescott that we've seen was his rookie season with Ezekiel Elliott, yeah. and that running game pretty much made him uh, in ball control, responsibility, all those things that he had in the running game kind of set the tone for what his career is starting to look that like. Coaching staff and philosophy are gone. But it still doesn't say that that wasn't the better piece of who he was. I'm, I mean, when you were at your best, this is what you oh, had. DeMarco man. Murray ain't walking yeah, through that Yeah, I'm about to say, he he play, because, that because the no, best no, no. years for Tony Romo was when he had a running game, too. Yeah. What, Why we, are we overlooking but, that but, as but, but this, this, No, we're not overlooking that because I've been saying this for years. When our offensive line <laughs> was the main focus. <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. When, 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 when yeah. DeMarco and Zeke was running behind Tyron, Zach, Travis, that's when <laughs> the game was a little different. Right. You know, like now we don't have that, right? So you're starting to see, hey, man, I don't know, getting pressure up the middle. We're not sure if we can really, if our interior line has the anchor to be able to stop that rush. Things have changed, right? So your running game ain't going to be the same. And actually, I ain't going to lie to you, that seemed like a once, almost a once-in-a-decade type of offensive line construction that we put together. You haven't, see, you rarely see those those three or four guys on the same offensive line for that amount of time. And, and they're getting league-leading rushers year in and year out. Y- y'all really think they're going to go grab a running back, though? I, I don't know. <sighs> I don't, the, the possibility exists. We have yeah. seen them add players before. I, Ooh, that's what I'm saying. I, mm. Who, who, who is it? Who is it that y'all believe? <coughs> well, I guess you can't say. Wait, oh, so, so there's somebody out there though. Where you saying, you know what? That 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 guy would be a guy I want to bring in. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Who, who knows? <laughs> 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 who knows? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, first of all, don't be talking about guys who start no other teams. I'm no, talking no, about. We can't. I'm let, talking about dudes that are possibly. Maybe on Bellas, let us know he's available. Oh, the, nah, nah. <laughs> available to knock somebody out. <laughs> That's very for you. Go ahead and get him, man. Go ahead and get him. Let's take our first break. When we come back. What? (laughs) 
Clarence Hill, the Star Telegram, has written a column, says, and it's uh, the title of it is The Slandering of Dallas Cowboys Head Coach Mike McCarthy mm. Has Gone Too Far. Let's dive into that with Barry Church, Hackman Harrison, mm-hmm. Danny McCrabney, New Scratch Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. Mm. Want to use the Cowboys locker room's favorite products? Check out the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word cowboys. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from Smoothie King. And woo, me too. These smoothie bowls start with acai and pataya and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls, only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages, with pre-game sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back to the Players' Lounge. Head to Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium for the Dallas Cowboys Tacos and Tunes Festival presented by Miller Light. Rescheduled to Saturday, June 3rd from 3 to 8 p.m. Enjoy a variety of tacos and food truck options while you sip on cold drinks and listen to live music. Admission and parking for the Dallas Cowboys Tacos and Tunes Festival are free. Visit attstadium.com slash tacos and tunes for more information. See you there. It's June 1st. That's coming mm. right on. Man, happy yes, birthday sir. to my little sister, yes, too. Sir. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. birthday. Uh, Barry Church, Heckman Harrison, Danny McCray, I'm Dewey Scruggs. This is the Players' Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Okay. So, um, yeah. I got a question. I just want listen, hey, we are halfway <laughs> through 2023. That's crazy. <laughs> just, that happened. That's crazy. Like that. We are in June right now. Of 2023. Before you know it, we'll be ready for, camp, for training let's camp. Go. Yeah. camp let's go. Let's go. We're halfway through. Next month. I just want to make sure we all realize that, That's man, we have, we have gone no. through five full months mm, <laughs> of yeah. 2023 already. Uh, I, we already had our camp meeting this week, so that's crazy. Yeah, so we, we just d- divvied up the duty. So uh, yeah, the concert about to be rock roll. Yeah, uh-oh. Uh-oh. What so you how got? long you be gone? <laughs> oh no, I just, the whole time. <laughs> no, no, not in LA. No. I'm at, I got, I got, I got this one covered. Don't worry. You gonna see the pictures of Dewey at Ross? 
I'll fall on this sword. I'll go to L.A. <laughs> I, I, I have achieved, since I've achieved platinum elite status, I don't need to stay as long anymore. <laughs> so. You go see the pics. Don't, don't make me go. <laughs> don't Actually, make me go. I decided I didn't want to be there for the start. Okay. I'm tired, of, tired of being there from the start. I don't want to be well, there. Ain't nothing going on. Yeah, he wanted yeah, to get the end. What's happening at the end? He wasn't there for the media party. That's all I wanted to be there for. You know what? It's funny you say that. I've only gone to two media parties. I don't, I'm don't. i not a sushi fan. Well, they have that Nobu, right? And I don't yeah. drink. So yeah. I'm You're a cheap date, boy. Yeah. yeah. He don't like sushi. He don't like to drink. Let's go. I went to I went. I'm going to leave you alone on that one. I'm going to leave you alone. Let's go. See, I appreciate the knock. <laughs> I, I ain't even see my man. Uh, I ain't even well, you would knock him back, that big old steak. Yeah. All the bacon in it. Can I get another order of that? Uh, he will <laughs> eat. Re-up. <laughs> re-up on that. So. I was wondering why Heck always does those bets with Nui. Pina coladas. He get the mocktails. He get mocktails. Not cocktails, mocktails. He a Shirley Temple guy. I'll take that Shirley Temple, please. Exactly. So I, I will go out August thirty first till June ten, June oh no August the uh, August no July thirty first to, to August ten. So there you go. It's not my Labor Day. He got some other stuff going on. No, he got August thirty first. Don't let him tell on himself. July thirty one. <laughs> August, I hate you. <laughs> Wrap it up, Nui. Come on, man. You got something going on. Huh? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> that camp was over. I got to go to that. <laughs> <laughs> you started. Come on, man. Hey, they don't let you do this in a court of law. You can't incriminate yourself on the stage. Go ahead, dude. We with you, baby. <laughs> You hate to see it. Cool. Yeah. Let's talk about Mike McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Do that. We do it. Clarence Hill for the Star Telegram has a uh, column out and says the slandering of Dallas Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy has gone too far. And it stems from a piece written in the 33rd along with former Dallas Cowboy now turned broadcaster Ross Tucker, where they ranked the coaches yeah. in the National Football League. Uh, Mike McCarthy came in 21st. Mm-hmm. And Clarence says, and rightfully so, this is just wrong. This is just wrong. Uh, Andy Reid's number one, Bill Belichick's number two, Mike Tomlin, number three. Uh, all three guys are destined to be enshrined in Canton, Ohio. All mm-hmm. three guys have won uh, championships in this league. It gets tricky where you start looking at number five is Nick Sirianni. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Two years. Uh, lost the Super Bowl, but two years. Uh, number eight, Brian Dayball <laughs> of the Giants. <laughs> wait a second, hold on. No, oh, no. Oh, oh, wait. It, it, gets it, it, it gets better. It gets better. Off last year, or this is this is there right now. Right this now, is right okay. now. So um, right these now. are their these are their thirty two. Rave ranked the thirty two. Because Andy Reid over Bill Belichick, so they got to be just talking about like they, what they just right. did. Oh, yeah, they yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, all right. So fourteen, they put Soul Brother Mike McDaniel. Of the Dolphins. He, ch- he over Mike. He over Big Mike. He's 14. 15 is Kevin O'Connell of Minnesota after one year. Even though, I mean, I just recall and saw that the Cowboys went to Minnesota and beat them 40 to 3. Stomped them. And uh, 16, another guy who McCarthy and the Cowboys beat last year, Dan Campbell. Man. 18, Arthur Smith of the Falcons. Yeah. What? And That's then, just hating right there, bro. Then yeah, you got great. Mike McCarthy coming in at number 21. 
It's the player haters yeah, ball right yeah, there, yeah, man. You can stop. That's it I mean, is what it is. That's out of pocket. I mean, the man that came with the back-to-back playoff appearances, yeah, they didn't go as far as, you know, we all expected, but he's been in the playoffs back-to-back years. You know, I, you know, people talk about his, you know, game management and all that stuff and undisciplined team, but I feel like from that first playoff season where they had a bunch of penalties and it ended up hurting us in the, in the, in the actual playoff rounds, he, he got this team better and more disciplined. The penalties are way down. So, I, to me, you know, I think that's complete disrespect right there. I mean, you got guys in there that just got into the head coaching position, and they're ranked well above. I mean, you're talking about Soul Brother down in Miami. Like, how is he ranked that high? It, it just makes no sense to me. And, um, look, Mike McCarthy got a chance to, you know, this year, call on the plays and say, hey, you know, all that disrespect y'all was saying, we'll see what it, what happens with it. I'm a, listen, I'm going to say this. Um, was Mike McDaniel's ahead of both Dan Campbell and Mike McCarthy? Yes. That, that, that is, both of those are incorrect mm-hmm. because I'm not going to put Dan Campbell above Mike McCarthy because I don't think he's gotten there yet, but they both above uh, Mike McDaniel's. I think Mike McCarthy has been disrespected. I think that he is <clears> much <throat> higher than that. I think the job that he has done here, he has gotten better every year, although we can, we haven't gotten over the San Francisco hump. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this year with the changes we'll be able to, but – He's been able to, to – that got hurt for five games five, yeah. last season, and we figured out a way to go – Four and one. <laughs> four and one. Yeah. You go out there and you beat the brakes off Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even watch the game. I heard, I heard about it in South Africa. They told me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you ain't going to believe what the Cowboys did to the Vikings. All the way in South Africa, they told me. Mm. So, no, nah, it, it don't make no sense. So, I, I want to give a shout-out to Dan Campbell, but also Mike McCarthy. They need to be much higher. I think that list is – what is the thirty? Okay, all right. So, the thirty thirteen. So <laughs> what is the, the thirty? Okay, so, so, yeah. that's, that's about right, right there. Yeah. What is it? Andy Reid one, Bill Belichick two, Mike Tomlin three. Mike McCarthy is twentieth all time in wins in the National Football League. Mm. Uh, one hundred and fifty five in sixteen years, and only eight men have a better winning percentage than Mike McCarthy. So, you start looking at how they're <laughs> ranking this list, and you just think about. Okay, and I think at the Tomlin ba- number three is not based off what Mike did last year with that mm, team. No, um, though I thought he did a really good coaching job with a Picking team that was them, right. Yeah, yeah. I, Always have. You mean when they made you go out there and play Mitchell Trubisky? They ain't mm. trying to hurt you, but but the man <laughs> got through it. He did. The man got through it. He is a Hall of Fame coach, but to sit up here and not take into account what Mike has done, and then I think about the two 12 and five, the two 12 win seasons. These are things that haven't been done since Troy Aikman and Emmitt Smith were playing for the Cowboys. Since you had that kind of talent and there is not a team or a roster of guys on this year's team that, that are going to be a bunch of gold jackets like that Cowboys team in the nineties. That's a great article by Clarence, by the way. Um, and look, I think the Cowboys could have gone a number of different ways right before hiring Mike McCarthy, all the names that you heard that they were potentially looking at. We could have plucked a coach from the college ranks. Yeah. You know, Lincoln Riley was a name that they were talking about there for a while. I mean, so many different guys that could have been at Jerry's house, eating nachos on that fateful night that, that he decided to hire Mike McCarthy. He was the right guy. The district Respect for me, I think, has always been there for Mike. And when you look at this list, to me, I just say, look, man, you discount guys based off the fact that have you won a Super Bowl? If you ain't won a Super Bowl, you can't be ranked ahead of them. We just start take plucking guys off that list based off of that. I don't want look. 
They hate on Mike McCarthy every chance that they get. And also, by the way, because he's the the Dallas Cowboys head coach. But this is the year for me. And I'm going to give him a mulligan for the 2020 season because of COVID and all of that. But those two 12-5 back-to-back seasons, winning the playoff game last season, uh, now taking over as the offensive play caller, he gets an opportunity to truly put his imprint on this team when in the other years he's been discounted at every stop. I mean, last year at this time we were talking about Sean Payton. You know, we, we were talking about him being replaced, every, everything that he's done, right? But now he gets that opportunity. Maybe he's always been waiting to say, look, when I get my opportunity to call this offense, that's where I'm going to put my foot on the gas, and this is the opportunity maybe he has as a head coach. You brought up a great point because on the NBC Sunday Night Football Night in America um, they, they do a call every year when they do meet with the media. And I asked Jason Garrett and Tony Dungy, who are part of that show, how does Mike McCarthy go into this season knowing there's a whole lot of talk about Sean Payton and, and his job being out there. And, oh, by the way, they got another guy who's right there in the building and Dan Quinn. Yeah. That Jerry Jones is, is, is pumped up as, yeah. as a, a potential head coach. So have all that going on. They addressed it right there from the press conference. Jerry tried to blame the media for, you brought it up. Uh, But but Mike handled that. You lose Dak Prescott. Game one, we were all like, bro, I mean, this, this, boy, all right. Lose this one. Like, we're going to start the draft show early. Um, (laughs) And and, and he he gets through that. Uh, You don't, you know, Michael Gallup, the whole Gallup thing, and we like our wide receivers, James White, that whole thing was a mess. To have all that going on and to have the mental toughness as a head coach to get these guys to play and and for them to have the year they did, I don't think that's being reflected because it was not – what he accomplished last year was not easy. This is – and heck, obviously because of of, of your your your, your great uh, Hall of Fame Uncle Joe Green, you you see two different friends. The way the Steelers work, <laughs> the way the oh, Cowboys yeah. work, yeah. you know, no, definitely. You know, this is different. You it is it is a lot. It's a lot of stuff besides football going on here. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, we came down here to do the podcast. And half the field is unusable because they got they got <laughs> RVs out. They got RVs out here for the, the country <laughs> music awards, and you can't go use a facility in there because they got it all set up for the for the for the country music awards. So it rains, so they had to go inside. And mm. There's a lot of stuff that goes on here beside just football, and I think Mike McCarthy does an excellent job. And I do I don't know how many coaches. Not a lot. Actually, come in here and handle it. this. There's certain jobs, and, and I've, I've been fortunate to cover the Lakers. That's a tough job. That's a tough job right mm-hmm. there, man. Um, the Cowboys. That's a tough job. You want to manage the Yankees. That's a, that's a tough job. You know, people have these expectations, and sometimes they're not really there. I think Mike stepped in here, figuring and finding out, like, yeah, this ain't Green Bay. And mm-hmm. after that first year, he made the adjustments. And I think the guy, I think the guy has done a good job. And to say twenty first, he's the twenty first best head coach in the National Football League. I think twenty one is too low, but I, I mean, I need to know because I, this has to be cleared up. Okay, are we talking about based off what they did last year? Are we talking about their full body of work? It, it has to be, be based body. off last year. It can't just be because, last year because if Tomlin is on that list, yeah, it I know. Be last but, year. Because, but, but you got Dayball eight. I'm saying, so I think their list is they, they put in the top three on body of work, maybe. Okay. And then the, the, maybe everybody else. I, like I don't know. It, yeah. it, it seems like there's no there's no continuity in in how they rank these coaches because our right, Carroll. Say, okay, you say okay. <laughs> the, the, a coach that went to the Super Bowl last year is ranked number what what is uh 
the Eagles coach Sirianni. What did you Sirianni write? five. Soul, coach Soul is fourteen, <laughs> and Soul. you got McConnell <laughs> at fifteen. And that's that's you know clearly you're looking at what they did last year. What did they put Rivera? Was he ahead of Was he ahead of Mike? No. Uh-uh. Or was he behind? No, he is. Rivera's 19. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I don't. He's 19. Come on. There, there, there is no. <laughs> that, that list right there, yeah. like, it's been discredited yeah. right here on the players' lounge. Go ahead and throw that. It, don't make, no, it don't make no sense. <laughs> Go ahead and throw that. It don't make no way. sense. Because you say that, if you, if you based off last year and you want to talk about the Steelers, okay, they did they did good considering what they had. Mm-hmm. But by no means were was that one of, were they one of the best teams in the league. Mm-hmm. So. What are we talking about? Man, that Bill Belichick, up. we watched them. We was like, man, I don't know. Yeah, look like you exposed a little bit. <laughs> Ooh, we the last two years. Yeah, yeah. Brady left the building. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so you're definitely not talking about um, just what what they did last year, especially at the top. It has to be their overall body of work, which then discredits your list because now you got other guys on here where it's just based off what they did last year. Yeah. All right, let's take our final break. Uh, there's a position the Cowboys, uh, as we go out here to OTAs today practice. They really uh, – a position I don't feel comfortable about. Forget mm-hmm. the running back. This is worse than that. We'll dive into that with Danny McCray, Heckman Harris, and Barry Church on New York. This is the Players' Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from Smoothie King. And woo, me too. These smoothie bowls start with acai and pitaya and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls, only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Want to use the Cowboys locker room's favorite products? Check out the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word cowboys. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back to the Players' Lounge. 
Join us for the Dallas Cowboys Juneteenth celebration in partnership with Miller Lite at Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium on Saturday, June 17th from 4 to 8. Enjoy live entertainment, play lawn games, and shop local black-owned businesses. For more information, visit attstadium.com slash Juneteenth. Thank you, sir. My wedding anniversary, by the way. How many years? Uh, This is 19. Coming up on 19. 19 on the 19th. Mm. 19. Yeah, man. Congratulations to you. Congratulations. Whenever that day comes. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, Barry Church, Heckman Harrison, Danny McCray of New East Coast Players Lounge. Brought to you by Tostitos. So Mike McCarthy will talk at 11 o'clock today, and you can catch it on DallasCowboys.com. Practices today. Also, locker room open at 125. OTA, so that's the organized team activities. It is voluntary. <laughs> With the quotes on there. <laughs> voluntary. You better show up. I know that much. It's, it's uh, mandatory and voluntary. Uh, <laughs> why aren't you here? Where are you at? So um, there's not a kicker on the roster. Mm. That, that is a veteran kicker that we have trust, time, proof, and consistency that we've seen here. Heck, man, that bu- – that, that, Concerns me more than the running back room because there was a guy available at Robbie Gold and he's now off the market. Mm. Yeah, that is a stupid problem to have right now at this point. Again, again, like here we are again. And and, I mean, the meltdown of of our kicker last season was just good thing we were able to overcome that in the playoff win, but could have cost us, Mm -hmm. right? Um, it is – I don't know. I, I don't understand how we keep arriving back at the same point. And Bones Fossil, as much as he's been celebrated as a special teams coach, it seems like it's great leg, whoever you got. I mean, <laughs> you know, up. go through your Rolodex of guys that you have because to, this is just a dumb problem. Yeah. As, of all the problems <clears throat> that we have, this is the one that is so inconvenient. And I don't know where they're going to go, especially when I saw Robbie Lee like that. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> he was sure. Right? Like, I knew he was going to go after that dude, and we did not. In this, and and all the guys that are left out there in free agency, unfortunately, are guys that have been here before. So, oh, <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I really like I said, man. I just think this is a silly problem to have, man. And here we are again for a team that plans on running the ball uh, as much as Mike McCarthy said. You you just you just have to understand that you're probably going to be in situations where you in inside the 35 is fourth and four and you got to make the decision on what you're going to do, kick the field goal. Which if you don't have a kicker you can trust, now you got to figure out a way to drop your best fourth and four play mm. consistently. Oh my god! And that put, that, that stresses you out. Uh, it stresses you, just, you, you just out. Stress me out. <laughs> it stresses you out just as a fan out. base. It stresses you out as an organization and ownership. Oh god, so you got to be. Be able to have trust in the guy to say, hey, man, we need a 50-yarder right now. Mm. Go kick it and feel confident that they're going to make it and not be holding your breath every time it goes up because that's what Ooh. we've been feeling like the last two years. Yeah, It is a horrible problem to have. And hopefully somebody becomes available or there's a guy who just says, hey, man, I got way better than I was last year, and I'm going to show you. That's the hope that I have to have that right opium. now because, because like you said, Robbie goes off the market. And I, yeah. like I said, I played with the guy. He's a great kicker, great leader. Uh, you know, he, on the special teams, he he led <coughs> I, he led us out there as the kicker. So it was tough to see him go, but hopefully we find another guy. Mm. 
I'm with y'all. This is a dumb problem to have. I mean, <laughs> like, how many times that we, you know, last year, oh, man, I don't know. It's a, it's a 35, it's a 40-yard field goal. I don't know. I don't know. And in the playoffs, we ended up having to go for it because he had the yips. And so, to me, man, this, like you said, this is just a dumb problem to have. And we should have been nipped this in the bud. But, you know, once again, we're going bargain shopping for our pos- an important position. At yeah, Walmart, huh? <laughs> He don't know nothing about that. He don't know nothing about that. Hey, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Wholesale. Yeah, we went to the thrift store. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon McManus was cut by the Broncos last month. He was a part of that Super Bowl winning team. Yeah, nine seasons there, I think. Kicking the altitude, huh? Yeah. Coming no altitude. Yeah, no. <laughs> ain't no altitude down here, buddy. 65 yards down here. So, so, anyway, I mean, there's, there's – Guys, it's 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 scary to me. That's I'm, I'm more worried about that than running back. You can find you can find some running back. It's, it's clearly it's hard to find clutch kickers. So yeah. and based off of the margin of victory, I mean, I think you talked about this a couple of weeks ago. The margin of victory in the NFL is two to three points, and three points that can be awesome. that can be the difference in a win or a loss. And I don't want to see a fourth and four play. Mm. I don't want to see it. I mean, you get down in the red zone, and it's apparent that the field goal will work for you here and put your defense back out on the field because that's what we're going to have. We're going to have a defense this year that's going to be able to shut people down, get the ball back for the offense. But look, things are not always clicking. And if you can take three points, get off the field, put your defense back out there, that works better than going gobbling up all this time off the clock, getting down the red zone, and then getting nothing. Mm. Like, I, you should, as you watch the game, you understand the pressure in a fourth and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> when it's like when it's when you have to go get it. Like when you, you watching the game, you're like, oh man. Here we go. Like hair turning gray, everything, right? And you could you could easily take that away by having you a kicker that you can trust. Man, mm-hmm. gone are the days of Dan Bailey when he mm-hmm. was knocking them things through right down the middle every now. time. He had man. a run. Gone are those days. But mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully we get that, get that, get that fixed, or you know, those plays that Mike McCarthy saw in the lab, he's gonna be using them a lot. <laughs> He's going to be using them a lot. All right. So, uh, Cowboys getting back at it. They will meet with the media today. Um, eager to hear from Mike McCarthy. Is, uh, maybe that maybe, – maybe, maybe ask the kicker question to him. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Be nice, Nui. <laughs> you know, yo, you hey, – Nui with your questions in there. That, you know, I've seen this several media – uh, meetings where you sit in there, man, and I know I like that's Nui asking that question. <laughs> oh man, why you have to do this at a press conference? I thought you just did this at the players' lounge. No, man, brick. I asked about Josh Ball for you. That's no, you did. Oh, no, man. you did. Ball, well, let's go. And McCarthy loved her. Well, let's go. He's doing good. Come around, Ball. Uh, you know he's going to move a little inside. And I'm like, ooh, that boy. Hey, Dewey, breadcrumb, Dewey boy, walk right into. I will say this. I learned a lot from the Parcells pressers, and I learned a lot from Jason's pressers. Jason was all about what he didn't say, what he wouldn't say. Hey, ask about Danny McCray. You know what? Danny McCray is a ball-loving guy, okay? He's here all the time. We never have to worry about him working. Well, what about, you know, so-and-so and such and such? We like the way he's coming, you know. He's here, he's working, trying to get better each day. He's, you know, he's just putting in that work. Yeah. You know, he not, he not praising. So that's how I found out how Jason felt about dudes. And I'm starting to figure out how McCarthy is. And so Josh Ball, he talked about him playing inside. We're like, well, we heard about this be a six, seven guard, but you're going to get his flex on. But you love him. Well, let's go over there. To me, I've told a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Josh Ball. On his way out. 
when not on your way, this key camp for you. Key camp for you. You know, you, right, you better come with it. Him, uh, Boss Man Fat, that's probably what I'm going to start to try to figure out. Who the dudes that are in trouble? The Boss Man Fat put out he a He said he's not in trouble. Hey. He said it's the year. That, hey, who are you, I mean, for OTAs, anybody that you looking at besides Boss, Boss Man Fat and uh, Tober? This is true. That, need, that needs to have a really good camp? Need to have a really good camp or just player that you got your eyeballs on? I'm not on. worried about Tolbert as much because they're not letting a third-round guy go in year two. They're, they're, they're not. He's going to be here. He's going to be here. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? I, okay, you know what I got on that on my side? I got time. Okay. This, this, is, this is my 20 – this will be the 26th camp of Cowboys I watched. And I've seen, I've seen dudes like this, and you know what? They keep them around. When I sat there one time, I'm like, you know, they probably should cut Dwayne Goodrich. This dude, not it. Even talking to players on the team, like, yeah, man, he ain't that serious. But what they do, they kept him around. Why? Because he took him in the second round. Then he didn't do nothing. He went out and had his issues. And then they were like, oh, now We know how that worked out. Right. So, so <laughs> Jalen Tober's here. Anybody else you're looking at? Jordan Lewis. Ooh. I want to see the commentary because what we saw, what we saw, Deron Bland do last year. You gonna have to, you got to really step up. No, not as being cut, but as ha- having your play time. AB be. is in that conversation too, right? Well, what's he gonna do? With that? I mean, he with Bland and some of these guys just gonna be on cords when I come back from injury. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go. It's time, it's time to go. Hey. <laughs> it's time to go, man. What's the name? AB in that conversation, lady. He had to throw him in there. <laughs> Barry Church, <laughs> Heck Harrison, Danny McCray, Hungry Scruggs. with y'all, man. Uh, thank you, Will, Jazz, Chris Bean. Never gallable, baby. You got to get it done this shit. <laughs> Overshaw, baby. I got to see this guy. That man said A.B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, A.B. in there, right? Man, it's monster. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, man. I can't. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.